Welcome to episode 111 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Carter. Joined today here with family, of course. Uh, we got Cut Carter. Uh, we have Mr. Trey Kim on time today. Yes, sir. We got Lil B, surprisingly. I've been on here every time. And we got off camera in this vehicle. He's going to make his uh, visual return to the podcast on season two. We have Jace on the line. Jace, how you doing? Good. How y'all boys doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Um, Happy Mother's Day. Uh, We got to get that out of the way. We missed last two weeks. Anything we missed? You guys want to shout out while we're out here? The last you got Brandon, you can go. Oh, I was talking. Who's going? You got it, Trey. Uh, we got our MLB analyst, insider Trey, on the line to give us some MLB insight for you guys that crave that content that we don't provide often. So, Trey, two minutes on the clock, take it away. I don't need that much time, Darian. I appreciate it. I would like to begin by saying. The New York Mets are not only the hottest team in baseball, but they're looking like the best team in baseball, sitting at 19 and 9. They were 0 and 331, trailing by six runs, entering the ninth. And yes, you guessed it. They won a game two days ago, trailing by six runs, entering the ninth. Um, Manny Machado leads the league in batting average runs, hit OBP if you care about that type of thing. The Yankees are also looking like the old school Yankees and the Dodgers are still up to no good. Um, but it looks like the New York Mets will be making noise this year. So um, I just would like everyone to know that. Um, they still going to fold on the Braves. The Braves about to take that back. So it's just the beginning Braves. of the season. Like, Braves you know, you know how it goes. I think the Mets did this last year. You know how it goes. So a rebuttal. The Braves don't have an identity without Ronald Acuna. <laughs> but you see, he's back though, and, and he is. Yeah. Less than a minute. Less than a minute. Less than a minute. That is true, and that concludes the MLB update. Yeah. Uh, before we get off of it, is there who is the favorite for AL and NL MVP right now? Who should we be informed about? Right now, Manny Machado is definitely the favorite. Behind him is um Vlad Guerrero Jr. NL is kind of a toss up. I mean. Freddie Freeman is going crazy. And I know the Braves fans are sick about that. I know they're sick. They can lie. They can say whatever, but I know they're sick about that. Um, I'm not even going to say any Mets because not MVP. Scherzer is definitely looking like Kasai Young. It's some guys with the Brewers. Eric Lauer, he looks pretty good. Um, So, yeah, NL is still pretty wide open for MVP. But Manny Machado and Vladdy right now are scorching hot. Awesome. Uh, and there's our MLB insight. Uh, less than two minutes pr- brought to you by powered by Trey Kemp. Yes, sir. MLB insight analyst. All right. Uh, last time we was on a podcast, a lot of things happened. NFL draft has occurred. It's over. NBA plows in round two. Uh, we're going to start in the uh, National Basketball Association, if, if that's fine with everybody else. What you mean? All right. All right. All right. Just making sure. Um, so the round two matchups are as follows. Uh, we're in the thick of things. Phoenix versus Dallas in the West and Golden State versus Memphis in the West on the other side of bracket. Miami versus Philly and Milwaukee versus Boston. I just want to hear some of you guys is because um, I love last podcast. We predicted some players to make a leap um, or to fail in the playoffs that we thought was going to blow it up. Um, so who have been you guys top NBA playoff performers so far in this postseason? Uh, Carter, you can kick it off. 
I was the person that said Jalen Brunson would take the leap. I would like to say thank you. You're welcome. Because he has taken the leap. Uh, first round, the best, the, the best players to me were Tatum, Brandon Ingram, even though they lost. Um, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And I'll round it out with my fifth person as um Jimmy Jimmy Butler in the playoffs has been pretty remarkable. Uh I also want to shout out the second best player on the 76ers, Tyrese Maxey, for his performance lately. Um, well not lately, but I knew he had it in him, but I'm I'm happy to see him do it in this type of stage. Uh yeah, that's pretty much. All I have to say, I think everybody else is kind of like like Giannis is expected. Most of his performances, Luca is expected. Um, so those are the guys I want to shout. Oh, and Jordan Poole, I'll shout him out as well. This is first playoff run too. He's been balling. Um, and the Grizzlies, this is their second playoff stint with this John Morant ever era. Uh, and um, I mean, <laughs> hey, they they've arrived. They're here. So. That's pretty much it on um, these playoff performances for me. Like, Josh shouldn't have been MIP, like I said, because he was second overall pick. He was expected to be this good. Well, not this good, but he was expected to be good. He has been better than what people expected, but I don't think that's MIP worthy. He's a he's an MVP candidate, in my opinion. Nice. Nice. I agree, and uh, that's why I give it to B. Um, for your top NBA playoff performers, uh, Talk about Jordan Poole and his snub of not even being a finalist for uh, MIPB. Yeah, everybody knows the snub. Jordan Poole worked his, worked his butt off from the G League to become a starter in his league. It just happened. Oh, my God. What's happening? You good? Oh, yeah. Y'all can see me? Yeah, we still see you. Oh, yeah, but what? Uh, yeah, Jordan Poole, yeah. He took off, had a major league. Now, to me, he's the second option on that team behind Clay. Uh, I mean, behind Curry. Uh, Clay got to learn to step into that role because Jordan Poole about to take off. But top performers in the playoffs has been Jordan Poole, Luka, Brandon Ingram, when that first round, Brandon Ingram, Chris Paul, uh, DeRozan, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jokic. Uh, John Morant. You name him a lot. Give me who you think has been the best so far. The best? Yeah. Say Luca. Luca been tearing him up. What, what, what is it about Luca's game that separates him from the rest of those other great playoff performers? He can get to any spot on the court and you can't stop him. At all. Very, very unguardable. Someone's that. I know he's dropping free drop 40 points back to back in games one and two against Phoenix. Game three, they finally put it off. To be down two one now. Uh, and they, do you think the Mavericks can beat the Suns? Looking at yesterday, like that's the kid said, like everybody got to join the Luca party, and once they did that, everybody chipped in yesterday. Everything was rolling. Luca could do anything yesterday. I'm talking about from the paint, killing on the paint. I'm talking about baby on them boys in the paint, giving them the footwork, can get his shot. Like he was just doing everything yesterday, helping his team win. Everybody executed, everybody played along with him. So that'd be great. All right. Uh give it to uh Trey, uh top NBA playoff performer. So you talk to us, man. 
Well, it was an early exit, but I have to first mention um, the former and soon-to-be back-to-back MVP, Nikolai Jokic. He did everything <laughs> he was supposed to do, everything he could possibly do. Um, and now I am shifting my focus to the most dominant. Um, I almost said an incorrect word. The most dominant dude in the <laughs> league, MB, he is snapping. But I would like everyone to start respecting James Harden because I think that now he is about to turn it on. Um, he was plus 26 yesterday, 17, eight and six. It's not about the eight and six. It's about, <laughs> that, plus, it's about that plus 26. <laughs> he has a problem in the playoffs. He's notorious for turning the ball over, choking, all that. If James Harden is giving them 18, eight and eight with, I don't know how many turnovers he have, but he, if he is plus 20 or plus 18, I'm okay. The Sixers could be a little dangerous. So he is my um, underdog because everyone wrote James Harden off. So I think he's going to be a player to watch because he's still James Harden. But like Derek said, I mean, Jalen Brunson, they said they tried to do an extension with him. That's dead. He going to ask for a check. (laughs) Desmond Bain. No discounts. Facts. Uh, Desmond (laughs) Bain still for me is just going – Nuts. He, been, he been struggling this series. Oh, I thought so. Just round two or the whole. Oh, it could be in general. Okay, in but just, yeah, general. he has been struggling against the Warriors. I don't know who's guarding him. I know Clay. I know the Warriors are doing a lot of switching off. Uh, because like when when they won their game, um, how Clay switched off to Ja. I'm just bringing that up with the Warriors on ball defense. Is I'm look. They look like the old Warriors because when they had KD, their on ball defense was extremely elite. And they look like he's he, he been having back pain second round. Who Desmond Bain? Yeah, he's been suffering a back injury, but it said he's off the injury report for game three. Perks or or put some shots. <laughs> and <laughs> another one, Luca averaging 33, 9, and 8 in his career in the playoffs is OD. So I had to like that's ridiculous. Right. Uh, but they did say he's like two in because they just won. So now he's like two and nine. Or two and eight against Chris Paul. So I was like, sheesh. So I don't know what that's going to mean. And then my last one, uh, just for this series, if Danny Green <laughs> no. does what he does, I am on the Sixers, like, because James Harden needs some respect. Like, it's just been a little too much disrespect towards James Harden, in my opinion. I don't know why people are forgetting who James Harden was. He's top 10 in playoff three point, three pointers. Like, he's still. He has that Houston Rockets James Harden within him. I don't, I can't speak. He lost a step. I can't speak to that because I don't know. (laughs) He lost a step. If Danny Green continues to just, they just need 15. They just need five threes. They just need him to to knock some threes now. That's all. Because he scored 21. He didn't hit, he didn't hit one free throw or one two or one mid range. All three. If he plays like that, then the sixes are definitely dangerous. And uh, the last dude, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is doing what he's supposed to do. So those are all my guys. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, definitely honorable mention, um, Devin Booker. And then, like Derek said, I'm not going to leave here without saying Brandon Ingram went crazy. If Zion Williamson was in the playoffs, I'm not hearing nothing. The Suns would have – we went with – the Pelicans would have went to seven with the Suns. Then, I mean, then it's just, like, whoever snaps. But if Zion would have played, they definitely would have went seven, even with, like, his state now, I believe. All right, Jace, are you with us? Yeah. All right, talk to us. Who have it? 
unless you have somebody different from what's been uh, stated, um, top NBA playoff performers. Talk to us. I have the same people, but we forgetting why Jason Tatum is the best, you know, player in this uh, playoffs right now. Oh, talk to us. Like, hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Talk to us. So, his defense contributing to um, guarding KD. That's the main reason why they are uh, on to the next round. So, I, I'll say, even though, you know, he's an offensive threat and everything like that, his defense played a major part in them going to the next round. So I feel like that's he, in my opinion, is the best player from round one and in the playoffs right now. You got Luca, of course, but Luca was getting picked on last game. They wanted to switch on Luca last game. They wanted to. So I can't, I gotta see both sides of the court. And right now, Jason Tatum is stepping up and being like that vet guy for that team to get push his team on to the next level. So it's Jason Tatum for me. All right. For me, uh, I think we mentioned him, but didn't go in depth to what he deserves. Uh, John Morant, uh, only player in the postseason to average that's averaging 10 assists right now. Uh, I believe he's top 15, top 12 in scoring with 26.3. The clear leader of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, he's been he's that guy. I know there were only lost two games without him when he was out, but we know without him, they're not getting past Memphis. I'm well, not Memphis, they're not getting past Minnesota. And they're definitely not even winning the game against Golden State, dropping 45 points against them in game two. So he's been my playoff performer who's been stellar. And he's been in the best two series of the postseason with the Timberwolves and now with the Golden State Warriors, the clear best series in the semifinals. So John Moran's trying to get that superstar title. Uh, I'm real, real personable about that. Some people don't deserve that, I believe. But he's trying to get into that little uh, kind of like jump street too, trying to break the, break the ceiling, you know, John breakthrough so that's my rant for me brandon you was looking at me you got a problem with my morant tape yeah because let's let's get to why he's scoring 45 because um dylan brooks with the flagrant two foul on gary payton the second when gary payton the second guarding john morant he was giving him problems so let's just start by there like that's why he had 45 can we talk about uh draymond hurting brandon clark he didn't hurt him he stopped him on the ball he slapped him in the face and threw him down with the jersey? No, I no. Threw him down. Threw him, da- <laughs> threw him down with the jersey? Come on. Don't he's worry. He's checking if he's okay. Did Dylan Brooks do that with GP? He did. Oh. He was like, he, oh, he, he went did. over there and was like, are you okay? He was taunting him, bro. Okay, oh, he wasn't taunting him. He wasn't no dead. He was taunting him, bro. He was taunting him. All right, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Other um NBA news, and get, we ain't stand on that too much with B. I'm moving off of that, yo, Warriors. Praise. Um, they know that twenty coming in my pipe. That twenty coming in my pipe. I ain't know what you're talking about right now, but <laughs> I do know that we're talking about uh, NBA players who have failed to meet expectations. That could be teams that teams or players that lost in the first round of the playoffs, or teams or players that are failing right now. Uh, go back to you, cut. You, you sat up in anticipation. I feel like some new Utah Jazz is coming. <laughs> Utah drop the J. <laughs> they. <laughs> They gotta let somebody go, and it's it's the easy the easy choice for me is Gobert, but I don't know. I feel like they like Gobert, and they gave him that they, max. They love the Brisbane man. They love right. Him. Not going. So I don't know what they're Bear gonna do. I think they need to get rid of Gobert, and they need to get rid of their name and give it to some more. <laughs> the name. Um, they just underachievers, and I feel like Quinn Snyder going to getting taking a rap for it, but 
They just they're not good. It's not a good team. They were number one seed. They were the number one seed last year, and they lost to the Clippers without Kawhi. And I think I think the last two games, they lost to the Mavericks. They split. Then it was up two one or down two one. With the Mavericks without it Luka, up, it was up two one, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and Luka without Luka, and they came back, and the Mavericks won that series. So, I yeah. think Snyder will be on the move for sure. But I guess I think they're a joke. I think they're a joke that they think they could build around the way they play. It's not. Yeah, it, it's the not play isn't, Yeah, the way they play not gonna ever work. No, not in this they, have, they have like a sense of urgency. They do play well, but they don't play with a sense of urgency a lot. I think they shouldn't have paid Mike Conley. I love him, but it's just, you know. They lost many leagues. They, they try to give the, the veterans they added to a team of with youth and Donovan and Rudy not old, but he's not young either. But a team like that, you add Mike Conley, I think they should have went and found somebody young that could run with them. But, but what do you think about you talking about your sixth man, he's your best scorer, and you trying to compete with Luka, who's probably the third best scorer in the league. Well, at, like just scoring, flat out scoring. Utah's not a big market, so you free agents not gonna want to go to Utah. Do you think that plays a factor to them not being able to land a star player? It probably plays a big factor, but they might want to get some picks and start drafting better. They drafted Donovan. Yeah, but who else they drafted since? Couldn't even tell you. I have looked that up. They should try to make a run at Big Bogey. I mean, little Bogey. They should have went got back Donovan just to come play with his brother and them. Like I feel like they need another like score. Donovan's gotta go. Team. After missing that wide open shot, you gotta go. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but the crazy thing is like, it's nights where he's the best scorer on the team, and I feel like they don't have a real identity. No. They play defense, but it's not really playing defense. They got O'Neal's a good defender. Ingles they traded because he was hurt, but if they would have won anything, he would have got a ring. He's gone. You got Gobert, who plays good defense, and then oh, he's you know, an elite defender. That's it, though. That's it. Elite That's defender it. at what? <laughs> No, he's an elite defender because I'm saying if he's an elite defender. I feel like he has good off-ball presence because he has good off-ball presence and he can guard people in the post. But I also think there's a lot of times where he's a liability. Like the Mavericks played five out and Kleber was just knocking down threes. You put him on a split, he's He's only one on perimeter in the post. Put him on a perimeter, he's done. He's fooled. That's what I said. I I think I like my bigs more versatile. I'm just going to blow that out. Like I need... I don't mind the Draymond Green types that's really perimeter defenders height-wise, but they can also bang in the post. Or Jaron Jackson can play both a little bit. Or, I mean, or Brandon Clark can play both. Or um, you're naming all, like, forward who turns. <laughs> the centers don't really, I mean, Embiid could play both low-key. Joker can't because he's slow, but Embiid can play both. No, but who been surprising me, though, is Al Horford. I hope y'all been paying attention. Now, whoever could play both. I didn't know he could play both. I thought he was one of the mentional. He been doing pretty good. Yeah. Before, before but, I move off, uh, but I, 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 I kind of got off topic. But I know you said uh, people that let me down. So I'm gonna go with my top three to let me down. But wait, before you, before you, before you go, before you go, um, since the Donovan Mitchell draft pick, the players they have drafted have been Josh Hart, who went to the Lakers, Thomas Bryant, who went to the Lakers, Grayson Allen, Darius Baisley, who went to the OKC, of course, then. None everybody of those else. players are with them. That's yeah, crazy. and uh, everybody else that were are like not factors in the league as of today. So none of been. those players are with them. Yeah, they so. Josh Hart. But my teams that let me down for, for sure are the Jazz. The Hawks didn't make any changes this offseason, and they showed. And 
my 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 third letdown of a team. Hmm. Player or team? Player or team? Player yeah. would be easier. <laughs> Trey Young. KD and Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> they were missing. letdown. How, you, how, how is that a letdown against the number one defense in the? Because I thought y'all, I thought y'all was too. I thought y'all was superstars. Uh, <laughs> oh, please let me go next. Please let me go next. Please let me go next. All right, Trey. Not safe say for you. Well, Take it since away, Tyree, Kevin Brown made you look like a. <laughs> so who was guarding Trey Young to make him look like that in the playoffs? <laughs> because he. <laughs> lost all cred- credibility as oh he'll go and just get a buck. He's I mean, uh, Jimmy Butler, who was no- Jimmy Butler, is known in the league no, as a top Jimmy team. Was, they, were sw- they were switching. They, they were switching. Yeah, they, they, they threw, threw up the That's what I was trying to tell y'all. They, yeah. bro, they, I don't want to hear that. Oh, listen, listen, I've seen it. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Did y'all ever see Yurt Servin play any meaningful minutes? Who? Yurt Seven. Their center. They their rookie center who's been playing good all season. Did you see him? For the heat, I didn't hear the name you said. I remember seven, Mm-mm. number 77. Mm-mm. Exactly because they went small and everybody can switch. Bam is probably the best perimeter defender as a center in the league. Yeah, he can go perimeter, and it's no, it's no mismatches. That is why Trey Young <laughs> struggled. Do I think any other team would have done him like that? No, do I think? That's why Harden been struggling. You got to adjust to that in the playoffs. How's Harden adjusting? He got a superstar to get the ball to, right? When he came he back, 17, 8, and 6, plus 26. His most, <laughs> let's go off his most recent. But why do they only win when the superstar <laughs> came back? <laughs> oh, Harden is never. Oh, you can't do it by yourself in the NBA. We all know that. You right. And that's why I said, who was Trey going to get the assist to? It, and, and now it's going full circle. He does. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre he doesn't Hunter. have anybody. He, he, he stepped, stepped up. Thirty-seven in he the last, up in the last game, game five, and then they got him. He went out on a, a ticky tack BS file. White so, macadamia nut given to him. He can have a white macadamia nut cookie. Because yeah, Cam ready. The point is, the Hawks should have added players last season, and that's why that's they struggled. Agree. The Nets. I, I'm not hearing their excuse when you're paying two guys maxes. And you got two of the. But you giving an excuse to Trey Young? That's my no. You can't do it. Trey can get an excuse. You don't have nobody. No, Trey playing with. Um, Bruiser B. Trey get an excuse because he's not playing with anybody. KD and Kyrie don't get that. They don't. What I'm saying is, you can't excuse a dude only because oh he's by himself. KD and Kyrie clearly. That team is okay. We have two scorers. It's no sets. It's no they, play calling. It's wait, no catching. But, but the Hawks have all young guys and vets that they went and signed, right? No, and there's no, nobody the else Hawks, or all stars have more of a team than the Nets. The Nets just have two solidified superstars because they, 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 they they're, they're playing on maxes. They're playing on maxes. They're not taking pay cuts, and you have Ben Simmons who's not playing. But then so that's three maxes, and then. You have all these players coming to take pay cuts to play with you, and y'all still can't get it done. Well, what I'm their team is small, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. They didn't have the size. And, 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 Claxton makes 40 free throws, but that's not my problem. Claxton makes 40 free throws, and they signed them. All right. They couldn't match up with Boston, bro. Trey, continue with your players who have, who are under, who underperform in the postseason. 
Now that's um KD definitely had a bad postseason. Like he underperformed to his standards. Kyrie would say the same thing, but definitely Trey Young as well, I would say. But the biggest, I guess, disappointment, I mean, I'm not too disappointed in Gobert because I don't expect, I never expect the Jazz to do anything because that duo is already, when Gobert, like, I don't know if it was after the series, but he literally, like, praised Devin Booker when you have, like, a, like, Donovan Mitchell isn't a Devin Booker type. They have two different games, but they're, like, similar players in the um, sense of, like, they're both twos, and then they're both kind of, like, the young faces of their franchise type. But when he's sitting there, like, oh, yeah, guys like Devin Booker go and get it and turn on the switch in the playoffs, okay. It's like, yeah, this team is ugly. So, but I will put them, like, the Jazz just, they can't get it together with that duo. So, I would just put them honorable mention. But um, I was disappointed that the Nets couldn't win one game. That didn't make no sense. I didn't come win one game. Um, I didn't understand how the Hawks could not adjust because the Heat showed their hand very early. Like, we're going to make you beat us with your other players, with your role players. So as coaching, the games could have – I mean, I didn't watch all of them. I watched, like, three, so I only made – or four. So, I mean – I feel like they could have done a little more adjusting to at least make the games more competitive. But I mean, it all ultimately came down to Trey Young didn't have no help. Um, and that's really all I got with the disappointments. And that was the only question, right? Like who was disappointed? Yeah, that was it. That was it. And player wise, why he is on the <laughs> brink of exploding is because James Harden has been very disappointing. Um, this playoffs, like he, before yesterday, he was averaging like 13 or something, horrible numbers. But I believe that him seeing Embiid, like Embiid's grit, toughness, whatever you want to call it, just literally saying, I don't care nothing about any type of injury. I think James Harden is going to show up. So, but James Harden has definitely been very disappointing up until the most recent game. Because the Philadelphia 76ers will not advance without James Harden like being a major part. The third best. I didn't say second. He just got to be a major part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B. Uh, players who have underperformed uh, this postseason, in your opinion. Um, I'm gonna take it to Chicago with Zach Levine. Man. Hey, you took mine. Hey, talk to us. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Uh, you know that was your team in Chicago, and for you to just let DeMar come in and just take that under your wing, and then you didn't show up for the playoffs for the city, you know, it's like DeMar needed more help, even though they was shutting him down some games, but Levine had to show up, and he really didn't show up for DeMar on that part. Really, it was more of uh, Nikola Vucevic. That was really, like, the second help. So, like, uh, yeah, I'm going with Levine. I feel like he should have did more in Chicago, and I most definitely think that's his, probably his last season in Chicago. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Zach Levine. And team, yeah, it's Brooklyn. I'm disappointed in Brooklyn. They should have won the game. I don't care what nobody else say. They should have won the game with two of the best scorers in this game. Yes, they should have won the game. Uh, just to add on to that, uh, just to add on to the Levine part, um, in a regular season, he was averaging 24.4 points. In the postseason, he went down to 19.3. Uh, he, he didn't step up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and they were missing Middleton for some games. 
I think they don't. He missed the game, I believe, due to um safety protocols. Yeah, so I think he only played in five of the games, but uh, four of the games. But still, he I think nineteen points. And Demar only had twenty point eight, but I still think both both of them should have performed better against them. But Demar had what game? He didn't have a forty piece or thirty piece game. Yeah, I think first a third game. His first first game, game, his field goal percentage was horrible. Yeah. yeah, but the second they won game two after he made the game uh game like I think five, later. never go nine for twenty five again. Yeah, I think six for twenty five. So yeah, I think I think Levine leaving Chicago, I think it, it would leave a sour taste in my mouth. I was a Bulls fan, just seeing him leave after that poor performance and try to go somewhere else. But the way the business goes, he got he has to um because he's you guys were lobbying for him to be an all star. I think two years ago, and he made All Star team again. So an All Star not averaging should have averaged nineteen points a game. That's why I think Trey well, Young's Middleton, performance was a disappointment. What is Middleton averaging? Well, they're winning, so that doesn't count. Oh, uh, oh, you could be an All Star and ride coattails with somebody else. But I want to get into the fact that the uh, coattails, Giannis's. I mean, they see they struggling. You can literally say the whole team is riding his. <laughs> yeah, I know. You see they struggling. I think they are. You see they struggling without Chris Middleton. I think they they wouldn't even be a playoff team. They don't have another scorer who can create his own shot without Middleton. They'll be a playoff team without Giannis. They'll be the play in. If Middleton was their focal point and they're not in the West, they're in the East. They would definitely. No, I don't think they'd be a playoff team. The uh, Hornets made the play in. The Bucks can make it. Yeah, I'm saying. The the Bucks beat the uh, Hawks without Giannis last year. In the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Giannis came back in the finals with that remember, bad. Yeah, remember he hyperextended his knee and, he, and after Capella hurt his knee? Yeah, Middleton was cooking. He came right back. And Middleton was going. Yeah, I'm not even game. a Middleton fan. Middleton he played the next game. He never missed a game against the Hawks. He definitely he, he came out for the rest of a game. No, no, he never no, missed no. the whole uh, entire game. Well, they still won that game, though. It was up. Let me look this up. I gotta verify this information. Uh, he missed. He missed them last two games. Yeah, he missed the last two. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So yeah, isn't yeah, a playing team. He can create his own shot. And he's their closer, quote unquote, because Giannis. He not is the closer. I did see yeah. that. Um. Before we move off NBA, is there anything we should talk about that we missed? Oh, congratulations, Tyler Euro, sixth man of the year. Uh, he should have got that. Yeah, he should have got that. MIP, uh, John Morant. I don't think he deserved Ooh. it, and he even acknowledged. <laughs> he respect. even acknowledged it. Respect. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. They tried to. They said, DPOI, Marcus DPOI. Smart. Yeah, DPOI. yeah, Marcus Smart. They said you, they, they said the app or something. Um, had leaked the. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, saying they said. It. Yeah, they put in NBA MVP. Uh, Joel yeah. Embiid. Might have been a typo, you know what I'm saying? We don't know. I mean, if if like the voting, are they still voting for MVP? Like nah, right vote, vote, no, nah, vote is over. Vote is over. So, vote, like regular MVP, season. Okay, cool. Because I was about to say, I don't, I never thought they included like the playoff. No, nah, they don't. No, they don't. Oh, did we miss anything NBA wise, guys? No. I know. Right. I think the Suns set another franchise record, like with I think this I was think- their winningest season. Um, they again. did. They set a franchise record for most regular season wins, and I think they're on a seven or they were or they are on a seven or eight game winning streak, shooting more than fifty percent from the field. Signs which is crazy. Are, yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> I do think it ultimately will be Suns Warriors Western Conference Finals, and then it's just 
I think basketball can be like baseball with sometimes it's just the hottest hand. Like, because the Warriors yeah. necessarily don't have to be better than the Suns. But, I mean. They are, though. Anyway, they don't, <laughs> they don't have to be better than the Suns. But if Steph and Clay and then Jordan Poole is nowhere near sweet, boy. So, but <laughs> Chris Paul been playing like Chris Paul when they went seven with Kobe being Bryant. He been playing like that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Show. All right. Uh, switch gears to the National Football League. The NFL draft is over. Uh, Got to shout out Tyran Matthew returning home to the New Orleans Saints. Congratulations, Tyran. Uh, welcome back to the city. Um, NFL draft. I want to shout out Trevon Walker, number one pick in the 2022 NFL draft going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Trey's New York football giants drafted Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon and Evan Neal from Alabama in the first round. Brandon, Brandon's Atlanta Falcons selected Drake London from USC to join that wide receiver court that desperately needs help. Uh, you said he's not a Falcons fan. Oh, you're not a Falcons fan anymore? I mean, you could have said the Raiders at first. But... Well, they ain't no first round pick. <laughs> they ain't no first round pick. I mean, you're right, but still, I, I, I like it. And lastly, of course, New Orleans Saints drafted Chris Olave, trading up to number 11 from Ohio State. And they drafted Trevon Penning from Northern Iowa for that left tackle position. Oh, you guys, the NFL draft is over. NFL free agency, there's still some players in there, but major contributors are already signed. Which teams will make a leap after both the NFL draft um, and the NFL free agency? Leaping can be making the postseason, making a potential Super Bowl run, anything like that, even a win increase to like nine or 10, something crazy like that. Brandon, oh, are you ready? Yeah, talk to us. Yeah, Denver Broncos. I'm going with Denver Broncos. I like Denver this year. I ain't gonna lie. Even though they're in the division with the Raiders, but I like Denver what they just established there. They got their quarterback, which they all really was missing because they really got it all on both ends. They got a solidified CB1 over there. You know, that boy from Bama. What's his name again? Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain. Sertain. Yeah. Uh, they got a nice defense. And then on offense, they gave Russell the weapons. They brought back Melvin Gordon. They still got that one-two punch with Javante Williams and him. So I really feel like Denver is a team that could really click early if Russell bring that mentality up in there, like that winning mentality. Uh, two things for you, Brandon. Um, one, does the new head coach scare you, being his first time being a head coach? No, uh, no, nah, thing you hack it. No, nah, I don't, because uh, he was with Green Bay as the OC, so – by that being Rodgers, I feel like he'll be comfortable with another great quarterback in Russell Wilson. So, yeah. Do you think the Broncos will win the AFC West? It's going to be tough. I ain't going to say they're going to win because the Raiders are messed up. So, it's going to be a tough division. That's one of the toughest divisions that I can't really say who's going to win because I don't even know for real. you funny because you named the Raiders first before, like, the Chargers or the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see, right. the Raiders got Devontae, so it, we're kind of a problem. <laughs> All right, uh, Trey. Uh, teams that'll make a leap after this NFL draft. Well, um, I'm not gonna say I'm on the Miami Dolphins train because oh, I do right. want to see what two is talking <laughs> about. And then I don't even Mike McDaniel. Is that the Mike? I thought yeah, it was Mike, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know. Really know who that is because I only know Josh McDaniels. So I was trying to like look up who Miami Daniel was. So I don't really uh, know. He was the San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator last year. I don't know. That I like their additions. I like what the Dolphins and the Jets did. 
because it was a graphic. The Jets and the Giants, like, combined have maybe won nine games in the last however many years. Um, so the Jets and the Giants were two of my, like, biggest. Like, they really just improved off the strength of their first, second-round picks because I didn't watch past the second round. Um, but I do think the Jets, the Jets last year, they went um, – Four and thirteen, I definitely think they'll win more than four games. Even if it's five, I do think they'll win more than four games. I think the Dolphins, like, I mean, I just want to see because they went on a surge last year. So I'm just very interested in that Tyreek Hill, and they still got Clint, they got Xavier Howard, um, and who is it, Byron Scott? Who's the other corner? They have two Xavier very- Howard and Byron Jones. Yep, Byron Jones, not Byron Scott. Um, so I'm interested to see what they're talking about. I don't want to like do the repeat because he already said the um, Broncos, but um, they put an asterisk because I don't know what the team will be. Wherever Odell Beckham Jr. goes, <laughs> they're making it. I mean, he, he's the best pure talented wide receiver in the game on all levels, route tree, speed, and hands. He's the best pure t- – yes, Jace, he is. He is the best <laughs> pure talented wide receiver when healthy in the National Football League. And that is stamped because the best pure talented corner in the National Football League reminded everybody on um, I Am Athlete. Uh, so um, I like what the Saints did. I will say that Tyran Matthew with um, uh, bro from Florida. Chauncey. That's that's not that's not something I know. If I'm a quarterback, I'm not really trying to throw in the middle of the field. Um, so I think the NFC South is kind of on clamps, but y'all do love to BS in the NFC South. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but and my last team, I mean, everybody just like damn. I mean, the team broke up or whoop the whoop the Rams. I still they still got Aaron Donald. They still Loki at like 85 percent, and they added Bobby Wagner. So the Rams definitely uh, should still do something. And I really think they're going to do something because that division with D-Hop got suspended like eight games, right? Uh, six games for performance enhancement drugs. Six, two, right. Two, and they said he was going to appeal it, but he literally was like, see you. Or he yeah, just, he, I know he, he dropped said. dropped the appeal. He dropped the appeal, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I was about to say he was like, see you week seven or whatever. Um, But he's going to get down to the bottom of it. So that's a huge Oh, he already figured out everything that happened. Like he, you know what I'm saying? he knows he did it. He just don't know what what it was, but he knows he. he oh, so that's why he dropped the pill. Yeah. So because it's no case. So since it's confirmed that he'll miss the first five six weeks, oh yeah, the Cardinals are in trouble. The Cardinals are in trouble. Sure. Uh, that's cut. why they, I think that's why they traded for Hollywood. I think that came. Yeah, they did. After. That's why. That's why. That's why. literally why they went for Hollywood. Like they that. knew they knew it was gonna be suspended, so they right. when so they got like, let's Hollywood. just take who we could get. That's not new. Technically, somebody that has experience playing with Kyler, somebody. That you know he could work with and learn quickly. So that's that's, his, my, that's that's his boy. And my last team, and it, I mean, I had just have to. I'm working on being um, subjective. Objective. Objective. Objective is a yeah, oh, yeah yes. objective. Yeah, yeah. I'm gotcha. working on being objective. <laughs> um, the Philadelphia Eagles are normally a mediocre franchise, but. Getting Jordan Davis and A.J. Brown in, like, 10, 15 minutes, I definitely did not. I didn't like that as a Giants fan. <laughs> I didn't like that as an NFC East fan uh, because that was um, Jalen Hurts with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They just got, like, a hunger because they definitely made the playoffs last year. Um, the Eagles are not sweet. 
they still have a – it might not be a complete all-pro O-line, but they got at least one all-pro. They got Kelsey still, right? Um, he's all-pro. Yeah, um, Miles Sanders is a machine. Brooks, so. Brooks retired. I think it's Kelsey. And they have Landon Dickerson drafted from Alabama last Dickerson, year. Dickerson, Kelsey, is somebody else, though. It's a veteran. They have um Andre Johnson. Do they still have Johnson? Yeah, man, and have Andre Dillard, I believe, too. Yeah, Andre and Jordan Mal- and Jordan Mulata still there. But they do have Lane Johnson though. Yeah, yeah. So they have two All Pros still. I don't like, and then Fletcher Cox. That's an ugly team. And Darius Slay has never been sweet, so I think they'll make a little noise too. Um, so those are only with Coach Sirianni. Yes, sir. Uh, cut play. Um. Make a, who will make the leap uh, in, after the NFL draft? Who you, who you got? Saints, duh. Who that? Tyran, <laughs> best college player of all time. Just came in, came back home. Defense. Put him in the team. He put him on the defense with the second best corner in the NFL. And the maybe the best nickel corner in the, the nickel coverage in the league. Chauncey, check the numbers. You can PFF it. I don't care. He's top, if he's not number one, he's top three. Then you got Demario Davis, who's one of the most – season and legit middle linebackers in the league. Cam Jordan, top five pass rusher, even though he's been kind of falling off. I think this will rejuvenate him a little bit. And then you got Marcus May, also a Florida boy. You got two Florida boys. Saints got Marcus May. Yes, we got Marcus May as well. So Dennis Allen's about to be playing some Sims back there with the defense because he can do whatever you want with him. Um, Offensively, we added Chris Olave. I wanted Jamison Williams, but Chris Olave was a great alternative for me, especially since they all was on the Ohio State team together. Chris Olave, uh, Jamison, and um, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, yeah. So I'm excited to see, and I think Chris Olave will get Mike more in 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 tune with the offense and what Pete Carmichael Carmichael got cooking up. So I'm not. I think like as far as taking leap, the leap will be we missed the playoffs last year by game. This year we make the playoffs. I'm not saying we're a Super Bowl team, but I think for sure we make the playoffs and we make a run. Um, my other team, the Chargers on paper, look amazing. So last year they really would have made the playoffs over the Titans if the coach would have just not did something stupid. <laughs> did he call the timeout? Or he didn't call the timeout. I forgot what he did. He didn't. Uh, he called a timeout in over uh, in overtime. He should have called a timeout. Yeah. But now that timeout has led them to. Add J.C. Jackson, who I think is a top five cornerback in the league. Add Khalil Mack, who I think could still be top two, top three pass rush in the league. He just ain't been able to get off with Chicago because of. They do have Khalil Mack. So Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson just came in. Who you? Hey, who you? Who you doubling? Joe or uh, Joey or uh, Khalil? Both. It don't matter. <laughs> he said both. <laughs> Whoever the nose guard is, you are gonna have to see. You gonna have to. See. <laughs> then you got. They added um. They added somebody else in the offense, I think. But the offense wasn't even that bad anyway. They re-signed Mike Williams. You got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Guyton. You got – oh, the tight end. They added a – was it Gerald Everett? I think it's Gerald Everett. They added Gerald Everett. So, they – that defense, getting that boost of J.C. Jackson to add with Asante Samuel Jr. and Devin uh, – What's his name? Devin James? Derwin James. Derwin James, yep. And yeah, they drafted so, a uh, offensive guard from Boston College, Zion they Johnson. Lost, uh, they lost Beluga. So, uh, I I like the Chargers in the AFC. I, I like them 
a lot. Like him a lot. You like him a lot. I think that's the best division in football now. I think, I think they looked at the uh, the NFC West and said we'll raise you, and now the AFC West was like cool. So I think the Chargers took a leap up, the Raiders took a leap up, the Broncos took a leap up, and the Chiefs took a leap down. So I think it's an even playing field for that to be the best division. All right, uh, Jace. Uh, after the NFL draft and uh, free agency, which NFL teams will make the leap? Leap being an increase in wins, making a postseason, a postseason run, Super Bowl, perhaps. Who you got? Um, the New Orleans Saints. Um, we uh hit How every objective. mark. We said, shut up. We've hit every single mark that we needed to hit this offseason. Um, some some. Saints fans want a new quarterback. In my opinion, I think we can rock out with Jameis. Um, he went, what was it, 1,114 yards with 14 touchdowns, only three interceptions in those seven games that he played until he, you know, got hurt, unfortunately. Off the dome? Off the dome. I, I know all this. It's okay. <laughs> so, um, we got um, who we, um, Trevor Penning, Chris Olave, uh, Alante Taylor, uh, I forget. I forget the dude that we got in the. I think it was in the sixth round. What was it? Um, uh, I think Jackson. last name Jordan. Uh, Jordan or Jackson from Air Force. Jackson, yeah, something like that. He was on the. He's on the D line. Yeah, but I, what I'm more most import, uh, most excited about. Okay. Is them boy is the boy Smoke Monday. I feel like he got something to prove. And um, dude from Baylor, the running back from Baylor. I forgot. It's like Smith. Last name Smith. Yeah, you talking about the undrafted. Yeah, the undrafted boys that we uh picked up. I, I feel like they got something to prove. Um, also, another team that I feel like took another leap, even though they really didn't need a leap, is the Buffalo Bills. They um picked up James Cook. Middle. Really, that's all they needed, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so he was running back, and they added Kyer Elam. Yeah, and Von Elam. Miller. And Von yeah, Miller. Miller. I'm not. I'm not scared of Von Miller. I'm not really true tripping about that. But you did you watch Super Bowl? I, I saw, I that was my question. The most recent football game. <laughs> um, how many sacks did he have while he was with the um? No, 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 no. Did you watch the most recent football game? Okay, well, that's the reason why he got the contract. I, I give it to him. That's the reason why he got the contract. That's the reason why somebody went to go get him because if yeah, if he didn't do that, he would have been the you, you put him in the postseason, he turns into his X factor turn on. You give you give I him did. a good you give him a good quarterback he's gonna start playing with my wife nobody wanna play for Drew Love or Teddy. Um, you said a leap down. Nah, nah, just oh. a leap. Nah, just a leap. Oh, just a leap, leap up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I would say Buffalo Bills, Saints, Eagles. Eagles definitely did what they had to do this offseason. Um, I just don't believe in Jalen Hurts in my opinion. Um, I feel like he still has to grow a lot more before they become a real true contender or anything outside of the NFC. Um. Other than that, yeah, that's about it. All right, for me, it's kind of it's kind of a hot take. I don't think I don't think they'll do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did do it. Uh, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars um making a leap. I think they they're gonna be fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, maybe for the even for the division. Uh, we kicked off the NFL segment talking about Javon Walker, uh, from Georgia. They drafted Devin Lloyd from Utah. They they are uh, resigned Cam Robinson. They had uh the uh, offensive tackle. They have a new head coach in Doug Peterson after the Urban Meyer saga, and they still have a generational quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. I think they're building something special down there in Duval, uh, where they're trying to build something special. And I think if it all meshes together, like how it meshed, meshed together well with Philly, with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars could potentially make some noise with 
Houston still re- rebuilding with Davis Mills. The Titans losing AJ Brown. Uh, the Colts did acquire Matt Ryan, but Jim Irsay, they have high expectations for that team to make a postseason run after the acquisition of Matt Ryan. So I think Jacksonville can potentially compete for the division and maybe for the, even for that seventh spot, depending on how everything shakes out. So look out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They drafted twice in the first round, t- twice with number one pick in the last few drafts, but I think they're time. They're ready to make that leave. They're getting Travis Etienne back. They uh, they signed Christian Kirk on that deal that shook up the receiver market. So I think they're trying to build something special in uh, Jacksonville. Then look out for that. Uh, speaking of Tannehill, I want to hear you guys' thoughts real quick on that whole Tannehill comments on Malik Willis thing. Do you think he was in the right? right? Do you think he was in the right or wrong? Do you think he was right or wrong? He was wrong. He was all the way wrong. He's a suck. Tell me why. Because I feel like he was right, but tell me wrong. Try to prove me wrong. I mean, every young quarterback coming in the league look up to somebody. Like, say if it's Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or somebody, they would want to learn from him. So for him, not for Ryan Tannehill to say that, like a young quarterback like him, really not coming up from, I mean, like, man, like, so it's like, he want to learn from you. He excited about his new opportunity. He want to learn how this go, how the whole Tennessee organization go, the playbook, what to do, how to run this play, how I need to get my feet right, how to get my technique right. He should, he should want to get that from the veteran quarterback. So for him to say that, like, that's just lame. Like, you really low-key hate him because they driving the quarterback on you. All right. So what do we say about Rodgers or Brady, even Breeze, when there was rumors they were the Saints want to draft Mahomes? That, that why would I want to get my job taken by this young buck when I know eventually he's going to take it? Why can't I do what Aaron Rodgers did? Time is going to expire. But why can't, why can't I do what Aaron Rodgers did and give myself a new contract where I'm a starting quarterback and – we're gonna miss you. Ryan Tannehill has not done anything. Right. To he lost in the game last year. He's the he reason they lost. Any and it they didn't say, "Oh, Ryan, you know it's your job to mentor this young fella. Are you gonna do it?" It was a simple question, like, "Oh, you know Malik's coming in." He literally was like, "It's not my job." Nobody said that's your job, but that's definitely your job description to be a leader in the locker room. He's already. And I heard. Coming. I heard that people that was with the Dolphins didn't like him either. They didn't like Tannehill. He's he already he coming in and dividing the. In my perspective, it's yeah. kind of like he's dividing the locker room. And guess, and guess who your team full of? Your team is full of young people, young players, who identify with Malik. And you said that, so now guess what? And you're gonna get blackballed. You're gonna be one thing, of ice. What if Malik Willis during his interview with the roles were reversed? He's like, oh, it's my job to be a straight competitor. I'm not really coming here to try to learn anything from a seasoned vet. I just want to compete right. for the job. Everybody be looking at him insane, like no, and and honestly, I say it different. I'd be like, it ain't nothing he could teach me. Now, All right, now so what? what if he would have said, Yeah, I look forward to teaching uh, Malik uh help him beat a new QB one for the job. See, that's I the know, thing. The question is, do you think you could be a mentor to Malik? Sure. I've been in this game. You I've been can... I've been playing this sport. I've been playing the game I love for the last 10 years. I think there's a lot Malik can learn from me. But at the end of the day, it's I still a comp- want to be it's a competition. This is my team. Like, it, it is very competition my team. My, my thing is he wore his feelings on the sleeve. He felt yeah. tried because, I mean, he's still a man. He And he is the starter. They draft the quarterback. It's He's sitting here like, oh, okay. And that, I think they stroked his ego by taking him later. They wanted him earlier, but they let him fall just to make it, just to make Tannehill feel better about himself. Did they trade up for him? Trip. But it was I'm a four. Sure. It was a third or fourth round. I'm not pick. sure if they. I'm not sure if they traded up for him. Either no, way, they though, did. They, did. Was, they, they traded two picks to get up. Right. 
Right. Okay. I, know, I think okay. they wasn't let him fall after that point, but it was like they was like, no, because we need a quarterback. I don't think he'll take a job this year, but I think yeah. if he get hurt and he jails well, because you put you put Derrick Henry with yeah, a yeah. quarterback that could run, you got to respect option, the read option, lethal, and you got to respect right. Robert Woods slant off the read option like an RPO. And they drafted uh, Cam Robinson from Arkansas. Oh, no, um, you got to respect him too. And guess what? The team, like I just said, the team is young. It's more people under 26 on that team than over 26. Last last thing on this. Um, Is this just exclusive to the NFL? Let's say for any of you guys' jobs, um, you've been there for a good minute and they brought in somebody young to take your job. Are you mentoring them even though you know they're going to take your job or are you going to be like, leave Yes, because I'm a manager at that point. That's why. (laughs) It's called called being a manager. I'm training you to take the job that I used to do because I'm moving up. Simple. And then, like he said, hey, you know, I'm taking your job tomorrow. Like, you got to go through all this stuff. You got to learn the playbook. It's a lot of work that goes into that. Mike Brable not just going to give that man the keys that quick. Right. But guess what's going to make him give him the keys that quick? When a locker room saying they don't put you? I feel like I feel like when it comes to, like, a job like that, like a physical job that relies on your talents, you can't be, like, a, just oblivious to the world. Like, you know – you not you not that dude. You never really was that dude. You well, he, but he made he brought him to the AFC Conference Championship. A couple he did it by ago. himself, Bruiser. Derrick Henry. Bro. He was a big Derrick factor Henry. when he took over. He was a big factor. Like I said, he quarterback is the most position in football. That's all I gotta say. Bruiser, he, has he ever been that dude? No, hey. he's never been that dude. He is not. Never. He's, he's been he, a he's been an average quarterback his whole entire career. He was a average. top twelve quarterback after that uh, Titans run, in my opinion. But continue, my bad. It's fine. But he's an average quarterback, okay? He 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 has to know that okay, I'm in my tenth year of this in, in this league. Like, I'm not gonna be here. Honestly, I don't see him being here for more than three more years, in my opinion. I don't because after Malik actually gets into the groove of the NFL and stuff like that, Ryan Tannehill's job is done. Tannehill is any other. He is 33 um, years old. Quarterbacks playing today, 40. You don't think he's trying to Yeah, those quarterbacks somewhere? are actually good, though. Like, Matt Ryan's <laughs> a, a, a MVP. He's a past MVP. We have Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Like, those are big names. Ryan Tannehill? Come on <laughs> I don't see what his job is if it's not to win playoff games and mentor young guys. Yeah, what like. Just to, right. just to keep messing up the franchise. You're a veteran. You're a veteran. You're a leader on the team. Yes, literally. Mentor don't mean teach him what you do to take your job. It means mentor. Right. And right, the bro. last thing on it, Bruiser, you knew he was butt hurt when he was like, we're looking at the same film. Yeah. The- I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're out of here. You're done. <laughs> All right. Um, I just wanted to get you guys' opinions on that. Uh, last he thing. Like a- like a Karen. Yeah. Did they dare say act like a Karen? Yeah. <laughs> last thing in NFL, um, as the draft is over, as we all know, who are some? I mean, I guess one or two. I don't want to like boggle this down. NFL coach that you guys would think are on the hot seat entering this NFL season. I can go first. Um, I'll give you two. I'll give you one actually. Um, even though he's an exceptional coach, in my opinion, I think Frank Wright of the Indianapolis Colts is definitely on the hot seat. He uh he convinced management to bring in Carson Wentz and it didn't work. Um, they missed the playoffs. So they have Matt Ryan, they have a capable quarterback, in my opinion, who still have a lot left to prove. 
Jonathan Taylor, an elite offensive line still. That defense still is great with Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner. So I think the Colts must make the postseason. And I think even win the game, secure Frank Wright's job. Um, I think he's still, like I say, he's still an exceptional coach, but sometimes circumstances happen and you, you try to leave your neck out with somebody and they leave you dry. So Frank Wright is my coach that's on the hot seat entering this season. Uh, Brandon, look like you're ready. Uh, Matt Rule. Uh, he got to get Carolina going, uh, find a way to win up there because he was just a college coach. And I'm pretty sure they look at him on the hot seat trying to get that organization in the right direction and it's not looking good right now. So I feel like Matt Rule on the hot seat because just got to turn it around for them. Even though they have been having injuries with CMC, he got to be better this year. Uh, and then they got to work out that QB situation because that's what they really need. They feel like Matt Corral, the guy, but they still got Sam, Darnold. Like, so they got to pick. They got to choose. All right. Uh, cut. Cut. Coach on the high seat, Cliff Clingsbury. Uh, he just got uh, resigned. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. no, 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 Kat. I was in class. When I saw that notification come through, I said, why? Yeah, he was mine. Him and Stefanski were mine. I was gonna say. Oh, way he could have got that resign is because Kyla asked for it. Kyla might have like, I don't want nobody else. I want him. They resigned him and the GM instead of giving Kyla a contract extension to send a message. In. Mm-hmm. He did re and he did like turn them around because he's only been. And he did three. make the yeah, and he did make the postseason even though they played bad in that game. But continue, cut. Continue. I, I, I agree too. I, I didn't just say it. I'm not really high on him, but maybe that's just me. I'm not hating on him. It's just I'm not high on him. Uh, it's a tough division. Yeah, and, but and they always honestly, like go I think, downhill. I think Pete Carroll should kind of go call it quits too, but. Man, Pete not going nowhere. Man. I was going to say, but you know. <laughs> I was going to but you know they ain't going to do that. But it's like, <laughs> what's left before him? Like They running Pete's system, bro. They got what he wanted. Like, <laughs> yep, they let Russ go because they're going to run the ball all game. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Trey, you said – uh, oh, my bad, my bad. Good luck. <laughs> Trey, you said uh, Stefanski. I'm just curious. He won NFL Coach of the Year last season. Why would he be on the <laughs> Because if this, I would say the hot seat, not necessarily like, oh, if they underperform this year, he's gone next year. But what, Deshaun has all that guarantee money, say three, four. He has a limited window to turn the Deshaun Watson acquisition into like um, 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 an investment that like, that returns something, in my opinion, with Stefanski. Because you had... The Browns since like 2019 have had all the talent. You cannot have a Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Odell, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, who comes from like uh, okay, Matt Ryan is whatever, but he's a good blocking quarterback. Then he you have Baker and you don't do nothing. So it's like he kind of got a reset. He still has a core. I just think he has a very like, I think he has how if Deshaun's contract's four years, and in my opinion, I think he has two, three years to at least make a little noise that they're going to start looking at him like, oh, no, nah, this might work. But mine was Kingsbury because what um, Derek was saying, I haven't – the Cardinals will always – they'll be like 4-0, 5-0. Then, then all they of a go sudden, down. They're, but, like, go down fighting for their lives to make the playoffs. So, I mean, I know it'll be, like, untimely injuries because, like, last year Kyler did get hurt for a stint. Hopkins did get hurt. But, I mean, that's part of the game. Um, other than that, it's, it's low-key a lot of young 
coaches and new coaches. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like 10 first-year coaches this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's looking like a lot of job security. I would hate for the Texans. <laughs> I would hate for Lovey Smith to go out there for one year. They I mean, did they just did the David Cully last year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then they got, I mean, they got the best, in my opinion, one of the best athletes, the best corner in the draft. So it's like, okay, shit, they made the met, they made the best pick, but it's like that's a work in progress because you still do not have a quarterback. You still right. do not have a QB1. So I would really hate to see Lovey Smith <laughs> come in, do a solid draft with what he had, and then bounce. But Lovey Smith, I know they're looking at him. <laughs> All right, last but not least, uh, Jay, so you got a coach on the hot seat entering the season. Uh, I got two. Uh, All right. I got Pete Carroll. Um, honestly, I think he should be gone uh, after last year. But um, they win like year, seven games or something, six games. Seven? It, was some, it was six or seven. But I feel like this year he should be more on the hot seat because they didn't get a quarterback. They didn't take it. They got Drew Lock. I understand. And they Ooh. got G. No. Whoa. Trash. He's so <laughs> like I said, they didn't get a quarterback. So unless they they might give him another shot next year with the with the you know a little bit more talented quarterback class next year. Did they get picks for Brett for um Russ? Yeah, like did they, they got the Broncos pick first and second of yeah. Broncos pick? Yeah. Who did they, they get? Who did they get? I forgot who they got. Oh, they drafted a Charles Cross offensive tackle. tackle yeah, that's a good pick. Oh, they got the they only got picks for this year for Russ only this year. This year and next year. So they got a first round. They got Brees Hall, Charles. They got Ken Walker. No, they got Ken Walker from Michigan State. Oh, Kenny Walker. My bad. They got Kenny Walker the third. My bad. My bad. So they got a corner and a lineman. That's a running back. And they got Boye Mayfay, outside linebacker from Minnesota. Wait, who's the running back again? Uh, Ken Walker. Oh, Ken Walker. Was it yardage or touchdown? I think it was yardage. I agree, Jay. Yeah, if 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 he don't get right next year, I still think he's on the hot seat this year. But if next year, like they, you know, they draft a quarterback, I don't think Drew Locke's the answer. But they might draft a quarterback, and if he can't get it done like that, then I feel like it's about time for Pete to give it up. And then my second coach, which is, I'm uh, uh, the word of the day is objective. Um, okay. Dennis Allen. I feel like Dennis Allen's on the hot seat after you know taking over for Sean Payton. You um, didn't coach a game yet. Exactly, and you, bro, <laughs> New Orleans is a hard place to coach. We all know that. New Orleans is our, if 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 we go three and eleven, no, not three and eleven, but three and um fourteen, fourteen, we go three and fourteen. Death we threat. lose. We go anything less than what we went last year. I'm gonna have a problem. That see, <laughs> I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have even more problems. <laughs> you go get death threats from folks like well what if i told you kamara may be suspended for what happened in vegas james the whole is coming season off of, james is coming off an injury um a new uh sean Payton is not there. there's no you know listen, same listen, thing you know listen, what if i told listen. you that excuses still on the hot seat regardless but i get i feel like we should give him the benefit of the doubt on the offensive side if that defense ain't stellar i'm sorry it's a problem. Because you got all it's names, I agree. Too many it's a problem. Because it's too many. We, we on paper, on paper, we have one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. So, I agree. 
I feel like we should be – if we're not top five in defense, it's a problem. Well, he is the head coach. You have to oversee all aspects, you know. Yeah, yeah but he's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah, I agree. But I'm saying sometimes you have to take his focus off the defense to see what the offense is doing. I feel that. I Who's feel that. RB2? Do y'all still have Latavius? Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Ingram and um, – Mark Ingram is coming back this year. Mark Ingram, Tony Jones, and David Washington. Yeah, yeah and we got and the undrafted – uh, Yeah. And we got the undrafted uh dude from Bama. I mean Baylor. All, them, all five of them not making the team, so I can tell you that now. So, so who's gonna be the pass threat? Who's a pass threat running back? Come on, Mark. Mark. Y'all just say he might Mark. be suspended. I'm talking about he may, he may be suspended. He might. Oh, be. it's not like confirmed. You no, know, it's not definite. He's still yeah, he's, he's still out there training. So yeah. yeah Mark could catch though. Yeah. And I play. think they gonna um. I think we still got. Options in the free agency for like a pass catcher running back. But Deontay Harris, they'll put him in the backfield. Sony Michelle visited the Saints this past week as well. Yeah, he actually visited. Yeah, I've been called. This is kind of not really off topic. It's still in the NFL. But how do y'all feel about not getting a tight end in the draft? I think Taysom could be a good tight end. I do like Sony or Taysom. They're gonna use Taysom and Trotman, unfortunately. And Trotman, Angela. Trotman, yeah, that's what I, I, I just don't like the Trotman. Still, but I think I had an H like a Hoshman, a Hosh. I had him Trotman. Trotman, yeah, Trotman. yeah. But I think I think Taysom could be a good tight end. I think he could like really good tight end. Can he block? He can still put him. You can still take him out alpha tight end and put somebody else there and make him be like a a direct snap type of guy. Or like still, a fullback. But he'll never be a quarter. He cannot throw the ball. Never, he never needs to do the ball. Yeah, that pipe drink, that's over it. That's over it. Um, just a little update. Taysom is t- Jason Tatum is two for fifteen from the field, oh from thirteen from uh the three, I believe. I read that right. Oh for six from three. Oh for six. Jalen Brown's doing what today? For the game? Right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Jason is the first quarter. It's the end, almost end of the third. Oh, uh, I was about to say update. But he's Love. he shot six threes already. Yeah, he over six. Jalen Brown the leading score. They all they don't nobody got more than twelve though. Tough day. Jason Tatum gonna turn up fourth quarter probably. When Milwaukee go go home, they turn to a different team. When they go home, they a different team. everybody. When they go home, they a different team. All right. Another layup. Jeez. All right. Uh, is there anything NFL that we missed? Oh, I do wanna. I don't know how I forgot about them, but the Bengals mm-hmm. did. I like how the Bengals just operate um, with their personnel. They'll literally be like, okay, Eli Apple is poo. We we see that. <laughs> Let's go get a corner who we think is not poo. They go get a corner. They still like, okay, um, Billy Price, they get poo. Uh, they, I didn't know this until like after the Super Bowl, but Jamar did beat Jalen Ramsey. Wide he open. Did. He was wide they, open. They have no, I don't know. Somebody is in the exact room. Let's get an old, um, they go get a good old lineman. They, they're just like logically building up on their team. So I do Some, want to. Somebody saw that, that film, all 22, and said, this boy would have blocked. We would have won the damn we won the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> so the Bengals and the Who was the, who was the old lineman that didn't block? I know it was right side because uh, it was Donald. It wasn't so. Hey, all I know, all I know is Aaron Donald said, "I'm winning this mother effing championship." <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't. What's his name? Sewell or anything like that? Nah, the Sewell's nah, nah, working. Nah. Sewell yeah, is he, nice. He good though. Yeah. yeah, he was Detroit. It's definitely not. He got and he got yeah, a little he brother. Was. He got a little brother coming out next year too. 
So, yeah, the Bengals, I do think the Bengals are, I mean, the AFC is still. AFC is loaded. The AFC so, is loaded. AFC is loaded, but I still feel like, I feel like I, the Bengals, that was kind of a Cinderella story in my opinion. Like, they just, I agree. they just so happened to. I, I agree. The reason I don't agree is because yeah. they have a true wide receiver one, like a true generational yeah. wide receiver and a true generational quarterback and a true workhorse in the backfield. People really sleep on Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's, that's hey, yeah, hey, we, we talked about it. It was like, why was he on that third and one or third and two when they gave it to P. Ron instead of mixing? That was, was so, so stupid. That was so stupid. They kept trying to say P. Ron the power back. I don't care about that. So, <laughs> and but, I also think I also think the reason why I, I think I do think last year was a Cinderella, Cinderella story, but they built on it with acquiring all, all the offensive line. Like they, right. they were like, we, we're going we, we know we we shocked a lot of people, but don't expect to be shocked next year when we Block Joe exactly. Burrow, and he's not the that, most sacked quarterback Chiefs, in the NFL. That's my Chiefs thing. and Bengals game. That was a that was a complete shock to the whole NFL. In my like, I just feel like, and I feel like the Bills was in that position. They might have lost that game, but now that's why I feel the like Bills the, were if they switched with who the Chiefs, Chiefs. the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Yeah, the Bills, Bengals. I feel like Bills would have came out on top of that game because probably maybe. Josh Allen just a dog. Like, made, I feel like made, that's number one for me in the AFC. I feel like they're not they're not going to get beat. I I just don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. Um, maybe they maybe Juju is. I don't they draft, know. Maybe. They drafted. They just drafted um some Sky Moore. Yeah, they got Sky Moore. They got uh George Klopp. I Klopp think is the deep threat. The deep threat will be, be the number one receiver. Juju. The number one receiver will be Corvette, bro. Juju. They, 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 they got. got they got. They got. Kelsey. Scantling will be the deep threat. They got Kelsey, and I also think they believe that our quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. We could have anybody as our receiver. Ah, we can. See, that's, that's, that's it's like <laughs> that's anybody. not that's not a good that's not a good analogy. Like I think me calling they don't have a defense to. They, 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 they could be the deep threat, but they could be the deep threat, but it's not gonna get as open as fast as to they draft. Like, they got a double move to get open for real. Like I don't. I think they never. Like I think I don't like the way they use me, Koto. I think they never use me, Koto, how they should have. I don't they try to make him into another Tyreek, and he's not maximizing Tyreek. his talents. I yeah. agree. They're definitely he, not maximizing. And their their defense, uh, they drafted Trent McDuffie and George Kalafkis with their first two Ooh, picks. So okay. they, they they're trying to put they're trying to put more the emphasis defense on their is where they're trying to put the emphasis. Yeah, on. That's, so, that's, but, so whoever, um, they're definitely trying to do the old Patriots model. Like we have a generational quarterback, and if we have a top two, top three yeah. in the league, then we and can, they, and they acquire. Justin Reed from the Texans as well. Yeah, safety, free safety. Oh, I definitely didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I had to. Kind of had, they had to. AFC <laughs> West is loaded. It's I forgot loaded. they had. They had to get safety. I think on paper, the, I think the, I, I think the Chiefs and the Raiders look worse than the Broncos and Chargers right now on paper. On paper, yeah. Yeah, on paper. Chargers look amazing. I was about to say on paper. Chiefs, Chiefs still got the best coach in that division. Chargers look amazing. And the best quarterback in the division. And that best quarterback in the division. Yep, and the best tight end. But I agree with Jace. I think as of today, I do have the Bills as that be- as the best team in that uh, in, in that AFC? conference. In that conference, I do. On paper, you like. I mean, last time oh, it was on. Period. Last time it was yeah, on. It got to be the Bills because they 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 coming in. They they best they come back when they playing. Like and and Trey White wasn't playing that, right. that game last right. year. Right. And then Josh, I, I ain't gonna lie, Josh Allen might go for MVP season this year too. He was MVP esque last year. Josh he Allen. was, but he was, but he was up and down. Though. He was up and yeah, down. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He got, he got to stay at that level. He didn't even get Pro Bowl. He didn't even go to the Pro Bowl. 
Until Lamar got hurt or something like that. Robo don't matter. It's all voting. Who cares? Yes, this is still contract incentives. All right. Um, music. Big three. Big three in music. I need your artist, album, song that you're banging right now. Pause. Oh my and... God. <laughs> yeah, I can go because mine's short. Go ahead. Pop it out. So. I got one song that I'm banging nonstop. It's called Good Memories by Lucky. It's a classic. It's an instant classic. Um, he's just one of those. They're still labeling him an underground king or whatever. Uh, but he's definitely like not the stereotypical Chicago rapper. So I think Big that's why. You said what? Big lean belly. Oh, uh, that. You like Shrek. He is something. He has been going crazy with Link. But I do think that's a lot of um, what's attracting more and more, like, of the, like, Yeet crowd and the Ken Carson type fans is because his sound is a little similar, but it's still different. So I am listening to Lucky still. But um, um, the album that, like, I just can't play, of course, uh, I never liked you is like that. But Mr. Crawford by No Cap, the only thing I got to say about No Cap is I didn't know. I did not yeah, know. No. I didn't know. I didn't know no cap was like this. Mr. Crawford, vaccine, vaccine falling star. I'll be here. Shackles to diamonds, choppers and Ferraris. List goes on. This dude, very special, bruh. Very special. Bruh goes hard. Mr. Crawford is one of those. I can't even get past choppers and ferraris then i look up i'm on save the day like it's, it's an album you can literally like yeah. straight all the way down like i'm actually on song number 20 and i've been letting it rise so um mr crawford was definitely very surprising to me i did not expect uh no cap snap like that he only he only sold 28k people not it's a debut album for a person that's not on the main oh this is his very first like album out so yeah, that that that, that that tape with like his head, like it was like a yeah, that's not an album. That was yeah, that you talking about um that tape hard. I heard one of ghetto angels on it. Yeah, with ghetto angels. Yeah, it was ghetto angels or something like that. Yeah, it's still human. Still human. I was hard, but um, yeah, and I mean the only thing I won't lie, like I haven't listened to all of Jack Harlow. The Drake song goes crazy. I do know the first two songs, like the beats, he has very good producers. Whoever worked on this, the beat selection was great but jack harlow i mean i'm not a jack harlow it's a vibe i don't know like i i don't gravitate towards jack harlow it's because his voice would get monotone and then i'll just be like it's not i don't know but the drake song was a banger and the beat selection i would say is 10 out of 10 but i've only listened to like a handful of songs but that's the song with Lil wayne is really good yeah like that song. I ain't all right all right b you've been quiet talk to us uh, song. Yeah, that's yeah. Wait, 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 and no, no, you this week. I'm sorry. Oh, it's my, it's my, it's my. All right, just making sure. But the song, right? The song that's been on repeat. Uh, wait for you by uh Future, Drake and Tim's. Yeah, that song is about Bob, all in one. Got to listen to it on a daily since it dropped. It just gets you in the right mental space, I guess. That's what you could say. Uh, what? album. Yeah, like Trey said, no cap. But I was gonna say that too. He uh surprised a lot of folks with this one. This one, this was kind of the one. Like this was that album. That's hard. Yeah. 
And uh, artists, uh, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, I, I don't listen to Pusha T. Yeah, I like. I mean, it been Kanye songs though, with the rock and roll. I don't, I don't care. I feel vindicated, <laughs> boy. Listen to Pusha T now. Let's go. <laughs> so I've been, I've been on rock and roll heavy right now. <laughs> All right, Pusha T album hard. Yeah. All right, Jace. All right. Um, song, you know, song, song, album, artist. Yep. All right. Objective. Song. I'll mess with you. You got it. Song. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I love First Class by Jack Harlow. I don't know why. And that hook just, like, I like it, bro. I be in the car just, I like that little song. I like that song. I'm not gonna, when he start rapping and all that, it's cool, but like, it's that hook, bro. That hook just real, real catchy. Um, album, album, I'll say future album, I Never Liked You. But I'd be going back and forth from that to Mr. Crawford. So I kind of, it's kind of a mix between those two. But uh Puffin on Zooties, you got um what's another one? Uh 7 12 p.m. or something like that. Yeah, that's a banger. The one with Drake on there. Um, yeah, so I I, I yeah, both of those. And my artists, huh? Yeah, like keep it burning. No, I like the whole album. Oh, okay. so, like I'm just the ones that came came in my head. Oh, okay. But my artist is a little objective. But um, you got Rob Four Nine. All right, I'm just hey Rob Four Nine. You meant you, 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 you you subject. Like I said, bro. <laughs> like it's his own like trap calling boom boom. Like bro, I don't know, bro. Like bro, Rob Four Nine. He that one. He definitely that one. Al Horford hooping fifteen, thirteen, and five. All right, uh, okay. hooping. Oh, well, my team might be behind. Uh, all right. Uh, my album. Uh, it's almost dry by Pusha T. Uh, songs I enjoy the most. My favorite song on there, "Dreaming of the Past," featuring Kanye. That sample to use is incredible. All the singles I enjoy thoroughly. I like the outro with "I Pray for You." Uh, the Uzi feature with Don Toliver that was cool. But I think from three to eight, it was immaculate for that album. So Pusha T. I don't know if it's better than Daytona. I still got to listen to it, but I've been enjoying the album thoroughly. My artists. Uh, uh, I've been listening to heavy as Young Boy Never Broke Again. Uh, I love I Hate Young Boy. I listened to that for the first time like two, three weeks ago. Uh, that song goes crazy. Uh, also, like Bring the Hook. I don't know. I, I like the distance that he that he just throws out there. So, also listen to Snow Bunny off of that album, Colors. I finally got a chance to listen to some of that part of the album. Col- uh, Fish Scale and uh, Snow Bunny off of Colors. So, Young Boy been my artist I've listened to lately. And song. I told you guys a couple weeks ago I was introduced to Billy Eilish by my lady. Um did this already. It's a different song though. I said that. It's, it's a different, different song. song. It's a different song though. Um Bury a Friend, Bury a Friend by Billy Eilish is a great song. Yeah, all right. Let me check them out. Them junks kind of had to download it off of the album When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? It's a great song. That check it out. album is one of those ones. Yeah. I, I don't it's, remember that song, but that album is hard. Yeah, yeah, uh, I might have to listen to the whole album soon. So I'll uh, keep y'all boys posted. Cut, it's on you. <laughs> All right, my um, my song right now that I'm blank banging is "Wait for You," Drake, Tim's, and Future. I, I go, it, it might be in my top ten though. Yeah. Played most played for the year at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn. album, <laughs> album I'm rocking with right now. <laughs> I'm scared. 
is Pusha T is almost dry. Yes, sir. <laughs> Album's hard. I didn't expect to like it, but I like it a lot. Right, right. It's, it's, it's actually really, really good. The only song I can say I kind of don't like is the first song. Everything, everything up after that. I was uh, cruising down Brambleton. You like that? Pusha T's album's hard. Drake's albums are always hard. That's just the. I just. All right, all right. I just want the record to reflect. (laughs) And then the artist that I'm messing with right now, I think Jack Harlow is probably the hottest out, or one of the hottest out. He got momentum on his album. He about to sell the most, I think, this year for a debut week. What you think about that personally? What you think about the album personally? Though? He love it. He don't care what nobody. I like it. Like an eight, eight and a half out of ten. Everybody says mid. I got. I think. I think if you listen to him, listen to some hard music, you're not going. That's you. You listen to the wrong person. He's not a hard rapper. I think that like that what's popping is not really yeah. his style. I think that was just a single that he knew he could get away with and pop off with. I think like a lot of time artists make songs that's not really them just to get recognition, and then they start trying to do the stuff that they really want to do. He makes smooth songs, a couple like, upbeat songs. But do you think that applies to Lil Nas X? Yes, <laughs> Lil Nas X is a, a literal example. I think he made the song like the best songs on his album are the slow songs. His first class is uh, the song with Lil Wayne Poison, the song with Drake, where he actually because he can really rap. That's the thing. I that's what made me start like him. I was like, I thought it was just like a gimmick rapper, another like white rapper yeah. was gonna be. But I listened to him. I'm like, oh, he could really rap. I think that's what he really wants you to know from his music is he could really rap. It's not about making the the best song to be in the club. He's not really he's not into that. Cause like right. poison, if you listen to poison, and like Bruce said, the producer oh, who was that? Uh, no, yeah. about the producers, the beat the beat the poison, is like four or five six sample like three four samples in that in that song alone. He got Lil Wayne on. He sampled like um, comfortable, well not comfortable. What's the one? Um, like a cop car, whatever song that, whatever beat that is. Mrs. Officer, he sampled that in there. Oh, uh, they sampled Poison by Bell Bill DeVoe in there. There's a lot of stuff going on in that song. If you listen to like every little detail, it, like it never stays the same. He sampled a Pharrell song on one of the songs about um, dang, I can't think of the song. I had it, and I lost it. He sampled one of Pharrell Snoop Dogg songs though on there too. It's like he's just really trying to be an artist, and that song with Drake. Drake verse is really good, but that song is hard. Church yeah, like down. Harlow was really rap, like Harlow really, really was rapping on that song. That's a ten out of ten song. Yeah, uh-huh. so I think that's really what you listen to him for. Like, you're not gonna listen to Mac Miller to hear it in the club. I think he's on that type of vibe. It's not to be in the club; it's just to vibe to. Do you think? Uh, just a question. Do you think white rappers try to avoid like club anthems just to try to? Like you said, Mac Miller, you don't listen to him in the club. You don't want to listen to Jack Harlow. You don't make music that's played in the club. Do you think they try to avoid those kind of records? I think it's case by case. Like the g Easy's and the Jack Harlow's and the, I was about to say Diplo. What's her name? Um, who was on Lil Dicky uh, show? And that might have been g Easy. But like them, they're more like lyrical. I think, yeah, I think it's hard to make any club song for Atlanta. But it's all. We but live, it's we all, live in Atlanta. We're not gonna hear them here. I think right. they make um, music that you might hear in the West Coast. They're more likely to play it. Play it. And Atlanta's more trap, Afro beats. You know, Afrocentric that type of vibe. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, not reggae, but it's called um, dancehall. Dancehall. That type of vibe. Like that's what you're gonna hear. You're not gonna hear Jack Carlos' song here. I mean, what's popping might have got played for a while, 
And he's also, I think he lives here. He signed with under DJ Drama and him. He records here. He's based here, so he's around. But I don't think that's his demographic. And it shouldn't be as in for him, for him to sell 120 and 150, he in the right demographic. In a debut. Also, week, that's I also think it's based off like um like because this is this white rapper named Matt Ox. You probably never heard of, heard of him. He but he like a like he on that underground that yeet. It's based off of like like Jack Harlow, G Easy. Them are like they'll they'll actually have substance. I guess you would say in right. their music. But you got the Matt Oxes and sometimes yeet that just it's just they're just beats and they don't really. It's not you don't really have to listen to the lyrics like it's just turned up um hi hat hi hat like so it's just really case by case but majority of them should they just be straight lyricists yeah but it's not bad i mean you just gotta find you gotta find your niche and hope you get some fans out of it all right you can go back to uh the big three i was done you was done oh well look at that all (laughs) right is there any news breaking that we missed before we conclude um shout out uh our Friend of the show, cuz of the show, uh, Jamal Pettigrew going undrafted to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, congratulations, yeah. cuz. Uh, hard work does pay off. Go and make them pay. Um, make that team, brother. I'm supporting you. Shout out to Jamal. That's fine. Saying you should have drafted him. We needed a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't draft players that's from the city. I know. Sad. <laughs> uh, is there any news breaking? The actually, book- actually, actually, let me correct it. Let me correct that. That's Sean Payton doing. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, he's trying to start son the community. Uh, the Suns has cut the lead to four. Less than six minutes left in the game. Next time we see you guys, it'll probably be maybe the round three of the NBA playoffs. Uh, should be interesting to see. Me and Brandon have a. And Trey have a friendly little wager going on for yeah. that Memphis and Golden State series. So we're looking forward oh, to that game three tonight. Dub, 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 I ain't talking about nothing. Brandon Clark is soft. <laughs> they well, what, then what that. they make? Then what they make? Gary Payton. We're just joking, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <we're joking. laughs> um. Happy Mother's Day again. Um. Not a. Um, not gonna spoil anything. Make sure you go check out that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. That is a, in my opinion, let me go watch it as soon as we're done with this. That is the best Marvel movie I've seen. Uh, no exaggeration. Really? No, no exaggeration. It was better than Spider Man. No, yes, no, <laughs> no exaggeration. It's like they say he was going crazy with the portals. They say he was going crazy. Hey, I ain't trying to spoil none, but make sure y'all go see that guy. It has everything. It has. It has everything you want in a superhero movie. If you're interested in it, you need to go see it before the end of the weekend because it's going. Yeah, it's probably gonna be all on Twitter. Lines. So everybody already seen Wandavision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, movies you have to see before. You don't need to see Wandavision to get it, but it will make. It, it'll, it'll help if you watch the first Wandavision and the first Doctor Strange. That's all you need to really see okay. for this movie. But no exaggeration, it's probably the best Marvel movie ever. And you'll see when you're watching, you're gonna be like, "Oh my God, they weren't." They're not lying, but did you go by yourself? Me cutting a pick one, DJ. Man, I gotta go by myself. Hey, that's still gonna be you. Gonna, hey, you gonna be in there? No, it's better for my myself because my girl just don't like. She don't like superhero movies, so you know she, she'll like this one. No, she won't. Hey, uh, this, this one different. I'm telling you, this one different. All right, and 
there's no news breaking. This will conclude episode 111 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod and Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am joined here today with my brother Cut Carter. Cut through. Uh, Slim Reaper, uh, Jason Stewart. Dang, man. Y'all boys. I love y'all boys, man. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Lil B, uh, your cousin posted on Instagram. We saw you live and direct oh, on an Instagram gang, story. Gang, gang, gang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, last but not least, we got Mr. Trey Kemp, Brapata, our MLB insider, MLB analyst. Trey. Yes, sir. Let's and I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Uh, Tune rock. Thank you for you guys tuning in, rocking with us. 111 episodes and wait, wait did Trey say go? Did Trey say go Mets? He did say go Mets. Do you don't agree? Go, go, go Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. Okay. Uh, you got Braves at. People live in the past, bro. They live <laughs> in the past. <laughs> they, they got that. They got that ring, and it was like, ah. Now they they <laughs> so stuck on it four or five <laughs> months later. <laughs> Bet. and yes, sir. We are out of here. See you guys. Soon. New Pack Life.